And hello, good people of the internet. It is I, Tommy Kelly. This is Adventures in Woo Woo. And this is the September 47 One Card Divinations video blog, vlog, podcast thingy that we do every month here on the channel. If you want to in on it, just join the Patreon at any level. And once a month, usually at the beginning of the month, usually the first of the month, I'll put up a post where you can add, uh, stick up your questions and I'll answer them through the lens of whatever card comes out when I pick one card from you from the 40 Servants deck. So just a couple of bits of uh, news and information and announcements and stuff just before we get into this video proper around the 40 Servants, so it is relevant. There is going to be a new version of the deck coming out uh, in October, hopefully. Um, and I mostly did this for myself because I really enjoyed when I was doing the daily readings to, uh, that I did for a couple of months there this year. That uh, I did most of those video or those uh, photos in black and white. And I really liked how the 40 Servants looked in a kind of monochromatic uh, fashion. So I made a monochromatic deck where the entire thing is uh, in black and white or shades of grey. There's a slight sepia tone to it as well. And it's in the post to me now at the minute. So I'm as soon as I get my hands on it and I'm happy, I'll put it on sale. I was thinking of doing it as a kind of a limited edition thing where it's only available for October. Uh, every year or something like that in my best uh, kind of Bill Drummond type effort. But um, I was also thinking that maybe what I could do instead if I wanted to do like a limited edition every year is have the anniversary deck available once, you know, for like a week once a year, which is, the you know, the, like kind of has the bonus cards and the extra cards and stuff. What do you think? Is that because does that kind of then mean that the people who got it when it originally came out that it's less kind of limited edition because it's coming out every year? Or is it something that, you know, people who missed it last year would like to have it? Um, the link will be in the description of what I'm talking about anyway. Um, let me know what you think around that because uh, I'd be interested to know. I do like the idea of limited edition stuff and things only being available for a short while, you know, that, and then goes away. I do have that element, as I say, of that Bill Drummond thing in me that I really enjoy. Um, but I'd like to know your thoughts around it. Should the monochromatic deck just be there all the time? Should it be a limited edition? And lim by limited edition, I mean limited time, not um, an amount. That you have like a month to buy it, a month every year, a week every year. Anyway, I'm laboring the point at this uh, at this point. The other thing I want to mention is just as well that um, all the support that you all give me through Patreon, through buying the books, through you know supporting the music, sharing the videos, um, is really really important. And over the last while, of course, as uh, inflation rises and as people are getting prepared for what could be a very tough winter, particularly here in Europe. Um, I, I, an awful lot of people have left the Patreon, and I understand that completely, you know, and, and their, their main kind of reason is that their financial situa situation has changed. And I understand that, and I do try to do as much of this stuff as possible for free and, uh, uh, you know, all of that, not to, not to have it behind kind of a paywall. But, you know, in order for me to do this, I need, I need to be able to, do, you know, to pay for it as well. So all of the support... Um, the financial support, be that from donations, from Patreon, from buying the books, buying the decks, buying the, the uh, prints, buying whatever it is, really does help and it really does allow me to continue to move forward and do more of this. But as much as possible, I will do this on a continued basis for free. So if all the money in the world disappears, then so be it. So links for everything I do uh, is in the description if you do want to support. So we'll get into this. Sarah, what should be my main focus this month? So it is the dancer. And so that would suggest then that your main focus should be just going with whatever happens. And that if your plans work out, great. If they don't, great. If um, you are 
hoping for things and it isn't the way it worked out you just kind of have to go with it now it doesn't necessarily mean that everything is going to go to shit and you just have to put up with whatever insanity happens or whatever negative happens or whatever it's not a pessimistic look towards the month so your main focus should be just to be you know like water bend with it go with it go with what what happens just kind of be flexible and malleable to your situations around you just kind of be okay with it and just try and whatever happens you know, don't be annoyed by whatever happens or just kind of go with whatever happens or just don't mind whatever happens as much as possible, as much as hum- humanly possible. That's not like if someone comes up and repeatedly slaps you in the face, it's probably okay, <laughs> despite what Jesus uh, might say, um, to ask them to stop it. You don't have to go with everything, but just to be as, as much as you can, go with the flow. Abraxas. Abraxas, a card jumped out as I spoke your name. How am I doing? It's the fortunate. So you're doing well. Um, you're having things are working out well for you. And the reason why I'm kind of hesitating on that is that uh, what if you don't feel they're working out well for you? Um, then that, that would be a call to look at the bits that are working out for you or that there's, there's an element that you know, there's a need to be grateful for it or that things are, maybe despite appearance, maybe completely, obviously the appearance that you're in a, a fortunate period. And if you don't feel you're in a fortunate period, then maybe, you know, to, to understand that this is a fertile time for that and that to capitalise on it as much as you can. But the card jumped out immediately. So the fortunate, how are you doing? You're doing fortunately. Okay. Chris, can I have some advice for starting my new job this month? Chris. The planet. Hmm. The planet is about the whole idea of what you attract to you in a sense and what you have in your gravitational field, like the way like Earth has you know, loads of crud, satellites of thing breaking down, of rubbish, you know, bits of space stations or whatever it is, you know, uh, uh, cars with uh, David Bowie songs being played and stuff like that flying around. I don't even know if that's in our atmosphere, but you get what I'm saying? And so it's okay to kind of have a look at what is in your gravitational field. What are you attracting around you? What are you allowing to have? What is lingering in your aura? What is, you know, what crud have you accepted? And that is, you know, in your energy field. So as you go into your new job, it would say, have a, be very aware of what you're bringing with you, what rubbish you're bringing with you, what tolerances you're bringing, what shadows you're bringing, whatever. If you're kind of the person who's normally walked all over by authority, and that's what you've done previously. Be aware that you train. You could then train your new job into treating you in the same way, and to try not to do that. You know, to have an actual fresh start where you go in and you do things in the way that you want to do them, rather than the way that you nat- naturally normally would because of you know your childhood, school, previous jobs, trauma, whatever it is. And just to be aware of what you're bringing and what you're going to teach people at the new job, how to treat you. Ladina, how will my upcoming trip go? The seer. So, it'll be... It's just something around having to kind of be... Um, see it as... Or feel it more than, you know, how it's looking. That there'll be a sense to something. That there'll be like an intuition or a... 
not necessarily a precognition, but because you'll be there, it'll be a cognition around something that might necessarily be obvious and to kind of have a feel of what's going on. So in a good way, um, if, if you're feeling good about it, then, you know, this is good or whatever. But if, if you kind of get a sense, oh, there's something that I'm emotionally pushing against that feels off, then avoid it. You know, it's like a very dramatic version of that would be if you're getting on a plane and you get a really, really bad feeling then to trust your intuition on it. It doesn't mean that you're going to, you know, it's going to crash and everyone's going to die, but it could mean it's just not right for you or whatever. So it's trust your intuition as you go on this trip for good and for bad. If you feel that something, oh, that just feels like that would be something really good to do. Brilliant. If that's, oh, that feels like there's something just not there, don't do it. With the, uh, uh, always caveat with the seer is that don't mix up intuition with anxiety. That you're anxious about doing it rather than you're getting a bad feeling about doing it. Because if you're just anxious about doing it, you should try to do it if it's within your power. Catherine, what's the most important action I can take this month for my continued increase well, increased well-being. <coughs> Sorry, Catherine, as I cough. I must increase my well-being. Okay. And we have to see her again. Okay. Always happens, doesn't it? We get the same servant coming out in these readings. So it's, that would be what's the most important action you can take. Be aware of what you're feeling, what, what your sense of it is, and trust your intuition about things. And like, say, um, say you're told it's like fruit is really good for you and you should always take fruit and you take fruit, but you know that your body doesn't really like fruit, even though it's the recommended health thing to do or whatever. Then I would say to spend some time not eating fruit and see if it is kind of um, having an impact on you. It's just, the problem and the kind of hesitation I have around here is that it's not to kind of say that because we're talking about health that you should go against, you know, what uh, medical, uh, actual, you know, uh, qualified medical people are saying to you or what, what the consensus is around medical thing. But it has a, a, an acknowledgement that you play a part in your, in your health, the biggest part in your own health. And you have to trust your own thing about that. So if you're out running every day and you kind of feel, oh, well, maybe... I feel like I, there's, there's, I need a rest, or there's a bit of a damage maybe that could possibly be happened, and trust that, rather than, you know, just kind of um, doing that kind of thing. If I'm okay, I, need, I can give up my medication. I don't think it's anything around that. I think it's more about just trusting on a day-to-day -day level what you need to do within the bigger sphere of, you know, standard healthcare, woo-woo healthcare, or whatever it is that you're doing, and just to um, be aware of what you feel within all that. Um, but there does seem to be that element of don't just throw away either what the consensus is or what the, the you know, the, the greater knowledge is on these things. Um, but to trust yourself too. Hope that makes sense. Natasha. Who will guide me? So we have the guru. Well... That's interesting. So a particular person, someone. There's someone, something, that will act in the sense of a guru with you. So who will guide me? And you get the guru, that seems quite obvious. Um, in 47, the guru is more than just like this kind of spiritual, you know, master who you know, teaches from on high or whatever. There's a practical thing to it as well. So who will guide you? There's a practical element to it as well, that how to do it. Not just in a kind of nice words, nice sentiments, 
some, you know, kind of lofty new age ideals or something like that, but an actual practical thing. So someone who can teach you, can guide you, um, has guru qualities and has practical application of these things is going is who you're looking for and who hopefully will emerge for you. Max. Sorry, Natasha, just to go back to that, the, the guru could be your inner guru too as well. The, the, let's not discount that. Um, Max. What was there before all of this started? I have my own kind of ideas. But, uh, didn't ask me. Interesting, Max. The master. So what was there before all of this? Well, some form of you was, or some form of um, perfection, some for high, that high ideal, some form of um, consciousness perfected, or potentially potentiality, possibly. That's me bringing in kind of more an influence on in what the card is saying. Um, the master was there. Perfect answer, I think. Grayson. What should I focus on this month? Oh, car jumping out there, Grayson. The protester. Speaking your own voice, speaking your truth, getting angry when you need to be angry, standing up to people, um, dealing with injustices, um, being a social, wa uh, uh, social warrior, so 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 <laughs> social justice warrior for your own stuff, like not, you know, for the things that you're passionate about, not just picking fights for no reason because that's what the majority deems currently to be true. It's, it's, there seems to be a, this kind of thing of a personal justice, particularly I find with the protester, even though, of course, like the image is a number of people protesting, but the, the light is on the, on the personal, on the singular. Um, so yeah, stand up for yourself, speak your own truth, do the thing that you feel is right, stand, you know, and don't let other people tell you that, that it's not right, if it's your truth. Anger, but righteous anger, not destructive anger. I mean, righteous anger can be destructive in it that destroys old uh, patterns and stuff like that, but I don't mean you're, you're aiming to speak your own truth, not destroy other people's truth. Anyway. Jason, what is the biggest force influencing my life at the moment? Oh, Jason, card jumping. De depleted, Jason. So, and it definitely wanted to come out. Um... Are you in danger of being burnt out? Are you in danger of not allowing something that's time has passed to let, to let it go and to realise that the season is over for it? It doesn't necessarily mean it's gone forever because, of course, the tree has new life when it comes back in the spring. But that there's some lack of energy, an end, um, a death, but, you know, it could be a death, but, it, you know, it very rarely actually is, but... That's the, the big influence is the end of something. And or thinking it's the end. So if what's the biggest force influence in my life at the minute? It's thinking everything is depleted. Or thinking that the energy is gone. The thinking the doom thinking, doom scrolling, do you know. So yeah, have a look and see, uh, uh, am I just accepting that things are all doom? Are things all doom? And what are the things that are doom that I'm not accepting? But there's that kind of prevalent, depleted energy, burnt out, 
it's the end of things is the biggest influence on you at the minute. For good or for bad, for true or for false. Cat. Are things headed in a direction where I will want to stay or move by this time next year? Cat, are you asking, should I stay or should I go? Let's see. They depleted. Fascinating. Because you, you can hear me shuffle like so. Maybe I'm just a terrible shuffler, but I don't care. Um, are things headed in a direction where I would want to stay or move? If things are depleting, then it would suggest that you would want to move. But things could be depleting in the sense of that the bad stuff that's making you want to move is depleting. So whatever is the case, there is movement involved and something is coming to an end. Something is ending, something is depleting, the energy is slipping away, moving away, the seasons is turning into the next season. You know, if we get into a, if it was a movie, we get into the montage of like maybe snow falling on the ground or, uh, you know, whatever it is to show that time is passing. Movement is happening so that, well, I want to stay or move by the time next year, you will, you will know because whatever it is that has, is a major influence on that decision will have come to pass because something has ended or something is ending. MJM. I feel uh, right now, like we in Europe at least, are about to enter a very tough winter. How could we prepare for what we might face? Okay. This is on a lot of people's minds. The adventure. Hmm. See it as an adventure. See it as rather than you know, like the, the black dog arriving or, the, you know, an attack from outside or the danger coming or the force coming, the people coming to take your stuff or, you know, the, an in, invasion or whatever. It's all kind of war, but I mean, it's all relevant. Um, see it as an adventure. You, you, what, how can I approach this in an adventurous way, in a, you know, in a kind of a positive way to look at it and go, OK, this is the challenge we have. I'm up for it. I can do it and we can sort it out. How do we sort this out? How do we survive the winter? How, if you want to even go with the, the um, Nassim Taleb stuff, how do I become anti-fragile? So not only do I not um, lose in this winter, how can I prosper within this? Getting a bit into Tony Robbins' territory there, about uh, but uh, that's so, rather than thinking of, oh, how am I going to deal with all this? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do well in this? Given the opportunity we have, given the climate we have, given the... Um, the way the state of the fucking world. What is it that I, I can look at this that I can improve from? What can I learn from it? What can I do? What is the... How can I capitalise on it? And I don't mean that in a shitty way. I mean, you know, like, don't... <laughs> don't buy all the toilet paper. Or buy all the coal or whatever so that you can sell it as a, a massive... Up- well, do that if you want. But that, I don't think that's what to call it. It's what to call it. It's how can I capitalize on a situation in reality trans suffering it would be what is the um what's the advantage in this what is the thing that's the goodness in this where's the light in this and focus on the light it's the best i can suggest christoph i'm starting a new journey soon so how best can i show my gratitude and thanks to all who have helped and guided me here okay let's see good for you i'm glad things are looking up for you The opposer. Interesting. By learning to not be the opposer to other people. 
to not be a person um, I'm not saying you are but to, to, you know uh, but to look at when that arises to be the person who allows people to blossom and prosper and um, be the person they want to be to express themselves in the way they want to be and not be an oppositional force or to make sure that there isn't an op- oppositional force around it to learn from how you got to your new journey and make sure that other people can do that too and be, you know, go out of your way to make sure that there is opportunities for other people to have the advantages or the knowledge or the insight or whatever it is that allowed you, you know, someone helped you, make sure that you help the next person or at least make it that the next person has an easier job than you have to get to where you want to be. So good people of the internet, that is the divinations for this month. Again, if you want to ask a question of uh, me to ask the 40 servants, um, then just join the Patreon at um, any level. There's a couple of slots left on the, on the, like the $1, which um, is limited to 75 because the $1 thing is after PayPal, after Patreon, after all of those things, there's very little money actually in the dollar. But it all counts, and I'm very grateful for it all. And 75 partial dollars is much better than no dollars at all. But there is other levels as well, and you can... Um, you know, you can pledge whatever you want. And there's some kind of rewards and stuff there too. You can download stuff, but it's not, you're not getting into a premium kind of membership deal or whatever. It's just if you like what I do and want me to be able to continue to do what I do, then join the Patreon rather than hoping to get stuff uh, out of it. Um, so send me a donation on PayPal, uh, buy the books, buy the decks, share the videos, talk to people, make leaflets, post them into other people's houses. It's all about me. <laughs> Don't do that, because that's technically litter, I suppose, or spam, whatever the equivalent of real-world spam is. Uh, junk mail, of course. Um, yeah, so, good people of the internet. Thank you so much for all your support up to now. Um, we're all heading into a somewhat, <laughs> another another kind of possible drama, uh, heading into the winter. But uh, we're well used to it at this point, and we've survived so far, so we can survive again. And perhaps, as the cards have told, or the servants have told, us earlier on, we will find a way to not only survive, but to prosper. And which would mean that our best days would be ahead. So be well.